Hello, everyone. Welcome to yet another episode of your favorite Australian New South Welsh analytical music funny podcast called Music Rules, where we talk about music that rules and rules that music. I'm your host, Jack. I'm your host, Fen. And welcome to another episode of your favorite music commentary podcast from Sydney, Australia, and also from in Australia also. <laughs> yeah. Also <laughs> New South Wales. Jack's phone number is O four. Beep beep beep. Yeah. We'll preemptively beep all of that. because <laughs> um, we know the fans of this podcast. They look let's just say they're a bit obsessed. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't want to take a look inside what's going on in their heads. Let's just say that much. Mm, that's They're true. Somewhat, Actually, somewhat twisted. Yeah, twisted freaking cycle paths. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, I got an email um, in the Music Rules podcast account. Wow. Um, it says, test. That's the subject of the body. Uh, sorry, the subject of the email. And then the body of the email reads... Hello, this is Jack. Just testing that this account works. Oh, nice. So, so it's an email from you. Yes, it, it is an email from me, in fact. Um, so, yeah, I guess maybe that's a good way to, to say that, you know, our listeners can send us emails whenever they want. It's musicrulespodcast at gmail.com. We yep. check it semi-frequently. Yep. Sometimes we just hop on there and test it out. Yeah, sometimes I just hop in there, shoot out some emails to um, various companies. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, uh, or like uh, like Crazy Johns. Yeah, Um, I'll I'll email Crazy Johns. Yeah, Um, just to see what's going on. Yeah, because I'll I'll email people trying to. uh, I'll I'll say, hey, this is Telstra. Um, What are the last four digits of your card and the expiry date? I'll do that sort of thing on the Music Girls podcast email. So yeah. and then, and then when we get those details, we read them out live on air. Yeah. It's yeah. a fun little game. And, and this is live, by the way. So uh, enjoy that. So today we're talking about <laughs> a podcast. Uh, wait, no, we're not talking about a podcast. See, this is, this is the live energy that you sign up for when you click on this podcast. Yep. Today we are talking about not a podcast, not an album, but a musical a little one by the name of High School Musical. Yes. Or is the yes. name just High School? <laughs> and oh. Musical is just a descriptor. <laughs> all, all this time we've just been adding in the musical part because yep. it was a bit confusing. They should actually no, call we... it High School Musical, the movie. Well, it's funny you say that because I think in the spin-offs, I don't know how familiar you are with those, yes. but in the spin-offs there's like High School High Musical. musical the musical yeah the series and that's right that's the actual title of the disney show high school musical the musical the series or something to that that. tune i'm into that it's Um, a bit nirvana the band isn't it nirvana the band the show yeah big shout out one of the greatest shows of all time yeah Um, i rewatch that yeah yeah but high school musical this was your choice and actually when i was searching it in our uh chat history uh, I noticed that when I first asked you to do a musical with me, uh, like last year or whatever, that um, I asked you if you were into any musicals, and you said, 
not really, but I used to binge watch High School Musical all the time. <laughs> yes, this is true. I uh, I'm I have a weird taste in musicals, which is to say, my taste is High School Musical, the musical. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean. I have no idea why, and I kind of want to get into a bit more detail about my relationship with this, my weird relationship with this musical. But basically what was happening was I was at a point in my life where I was like super poor. I think I had like one guitar student a week and Centrelink. And I used to go to lots of uh, op shops, like which is uh, which for our thirty percent American listeners, an op shop is a thrift store. Yeah, and we used to go to lots of these shops. I'm and gonna just... buy sometimes. Got twenty dollars <laughs> in my pocket. This is freaking awesome. Freaking awesome. Yeah, yeah. Mac Macklemore famously created the thrift shop. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and that's you know that's where I'd go. It was probably around that time when Macklemore released that song, actually when I would bought this, but basically I walked into a, an op shop and I bought a copy of high school musical and I used to play it in my little Holden Astra all the time. And I don't know, guess how old I was. I'm going to guess like 23. Yes. Wow. <laughs> I was 23. It's such an age to be 23. I feel like it's a real, yeah. Interesting age yeah. where you've like it just finished real... uni and and for our american listeners uni means university college, <laughs> college. <laughs> um yeah and like people are kind of trying to transition to the workforce i was also on centrelink at 23 i'm pretty sure um mm. yeah and it was a similar <laughs> deal where it's like yeah you don't quite have a job you have maybe a little bit of tutoring just not enough to live mm. wow yeah i could have discovered high yeah, that was 100 percent me yeah well f for me it was like this was around the same period of time i rediscovered a whole lot of music i didn't let myself enjoy when i was a teenager so around this time was panic at the disco uh, my chemical romance um i think the panic album i got into was pretty odd and i got welcome to the black parade and then i got into i think that stuff isn't that odd <laughs> I think that, that stuff is is pretty normal, actually. <laughs> actually, it is uh, pretty freaking odd because it is based on uh, one of the Beatles albums. Uh, actually, maybe we'll talk about that another time. I do love that record too. Yeah, but, but yeah, um, this was like a you're overcoming like self cringe kind of like exactly. Yeah, but it was sort of through the veil of irony a bit. I don't know. I don't want to get too into it because it's kind of weird to talk about, but. I was definitely like listening to maybe not Panic at the Disco and My Chemical Romance because they're a bit more easy to just say they're good. But definitely, definitely a 23-year-old listening to Disney's high school musical record from 2006 is pretty weird. And I was aware it was very funny, but I would play it all the time. And, you know, in retrospect, I think about maybe 10% of it was ironic listening. 90% was just enjoying how dorky it was and celebrating it. Yeah. Well, that's nice. It's nice that you can uh, at least retrospectively uh, come to that place of acceptance. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's fun. It's really dorky and 
it's kind of like it's kind of like making peace with your inner child you know like this is this is a something i should have realistically have been enjoying like what like 10 years prior yeah probably yeah like 2006 was when this came out i actually uh, never like i have had never seen the film until two nights ago uh when i watched it for this very show um and i i loved it i thought it was so fun like the movie itself (laughs) is so funny like yeah it's good because it's it's kind of like you can it's ironically funny and then it's also actually funny at the same time Mm. like you can kind of laugh at how like silly the story is or whatever or how like oh i also love that in most sports movies or like stuff with a competition it's like the people they don't win at the end often like that's a trope it's Mm. like they come runner-up and actually it's the journey and it's the friends they made along the way i love in high Mm. school musical it's like nah like we are going to win the basketball competition they're going to become the leads in the musical and also she's like winning the decathlon like all at the same time it's just like (laughs) non-stop winning yeah I, I never thought about it that way, but that is a very funny aspect. <laughs> An aspect I thought was funny, and maybe maybe you were more clued into this than me, but I genuinely thought we were going to watch the musical at the end of it. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, like watch the actual musical, right? But it's just yeah. the auditions. That's right. Yeah, for those who haven't kind of seen the film, spoilers. I don't want to spoil it. So this is ample spoiler warning Quit out right now if you're planning to watch High School Musical because I'm about to just ruin the whole thing for you. Or I did 30 seconds ago. Yeah. Yeah, they, uh, they don't show the musical. They just show all the practice and all the auditions leading up to the musical. And just Before we get into the music, I just want to ask, like, who are, who are some of your favorite characters in High School Musical? Because like, we may not talk about them later. So who are who are like your standout guys or girls? My my standout characters are, and I think I wrote their names down. <laughs> um, Sharpay and Ryan. Oh yeah, we love Sharpay. Is, is it and Ryan? Ryan? Yeah, Ryan is the yeah they're the brother and sister combination. Mm. Sharpay and I, Ryan, they're hilarious. Yeah, the, I, all uh, the I, movements and stuff that Ryan does. Um, and all his funny little dances and their just overall sassiness is uh, very it is quite much good. needed. Yeah, I um, I actually, I did put a thing in here. I am going to talk about them later, which is good because they deserve it. They are definitely a highlight of this musical. Yeah. Shall, shall I we really proceed? liked, oh, sorry. Oh, I just want to talk a little bit about yeah. this character because she does not sing. But I will say my standout character, and this may surprise mm-hmm. you. Mrs. Darbus. Mrs. Darbus? Mrs. Darbus. This guy is a drama teacher. um... And the reason that why I love Mrs. Darbus is because anytime somebody brings up the concept of sport, she is like obviously an intelligent person, but anytime someone brings up the concept of sport, all of a sudden it's like she's had a head injury. She's like, oh, we shoot the freaking balloon into the basket. (laughs) (laughs) And she talks in this like weird, like theatrical voice the whole time. Whoa. And she's like, I've never heard of sport in my entire life. All I know is the theater. Um, Oh my God. That is so funny. It's like, um, <laughs> it very much goes with the message of the movie, which is like, 
uh, everybody has these little like pockets that they are assigned to, um, and you shall not break free of your role, which I'm sure we'll talk to later. Yeah, no, talk about later. But yeah, yeah. Love well, it. I'm just on. I'm on the High School Musical fandom page and reading about Mrs. Darbus or, or M- Miss Darbus. She's Ms. a single Darbus. lady. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So um, you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Shall we proceed? Yeah. Uh, so the first song we're going to talk about is "Start of Something New." forgot how funny that was <laughs> it's so good i love their body language as they sing yes. the karaoke 
And the like, whole scene yeah. is so freaking funny. Like they're just they're just standing there at a ski resort. It's New Year's Eve. The spotlight comes down. They're both like, "No, no, I don't want to sing." Yeah, and then they because he's like, Troy "I and just want to shoot baskets," and she's like, "I just want to read my book." I'm I just a little nerd, and he's like, "I'm a big jock." <laughs> yeah, and then finally, after much goading, uh, Troy, which is of course is Zac Efron, a young Zac Efron, opens his mouth, and out comes like perfect auto-tuned singing. <laughs> yeah, it's not him; it's somebody else. No, it, yeah, it is someone else. It's uh. I forget the guy's name, but he ended up doing the singing for High School Musical on Ice. Right. Like yeah. he's, a, he's a live performer for that. Mm. And he is just as hot as Zac Efron. Um, it's so not funny hotter. that they just, yeah, they snubbed this guy. It's yeah. like, and they also snubbed Zac Efron by not using his actual voice. Because I'm sure Zac yeah, Efron well, can sing, but just not as well, well as this. He can, because he sang in the second and the third one, I believe. But in the first one... He was miming and he had to, he talked about this in, in interviews and how demoralizing it was. He had to accept awards for singing for this first wow. movie. And he said that he felt so hollow and empty inside doing that, that he was like, I'm not doing a second high school musical unless I can sing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That would feel so weird. Like you're just accepting all these yeah. awards for like something that you didn't even do. Wow. Yep. I feel sorry for Zac yeah. Efron and I feel sorry for the other guy as well. Yeah, Jeez. it's pretty pretty awkward, pretty weird. But if if you look up these songs on Spotify, they're um they're just attributed to Troy. Yeah, they're just attributed to the it's character funny... names. Like they're just so yeah, intent just... on not giving this guy his flowers. And I guess so are we. Yeah. Because we're not gonna say so his we. name. No, we're not <laughs> because we're boycotting him. He who shall not but be yeah. named the singer of this. He who shall not be named. <laughs> Voldemort, of course. Um, so I wrote down here, this musical takes a total of 27 seconds before its first key change. Mm, um, beautiful. and that in that, like end of the 27 seconds, Troy is just like, he's sung his part in the karaoke. He's about to walk off stage. And then Gabriella, Vanessa Hudgens starts to sing and she opens with the key change. And then Troy does this slow turn around like, oh my God. I can't believe this. The this voice. is the start of something new, a new key. Yes, a new key. Yes. And a new a, a new key up a tone, which is mm. kind of a bit of a theme through this song and through the whole movie is like a C Absolutely. to C to D is what happens here, but um yeah. So every single chord here because I had a girl playing on piano, they're all like add twos or add sixes. Yeah, there's a lot of like really gooey suspensions. Uh, kind of, yeah, a six chord sounds kind of cheesy in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is, it is cheesy. And it's, you know what? It's more involved than I thought it was because I tried to learn it by ear. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, oh, damn it. This is actually a bit of work. And I don't know how to play musical piano at all. So, but yeah, yeah. I watched one of those YouTube videos and. <laughs> learn how one, to do it one thing that i did really like about the chord progressions is um they use the tonic as this pivot note to go to like a flat six major chord let me just grab my keyboard mm. 
Yeah, I, I had it written like the, the left hand plays like a C octave and then it plays the higher note of the octave and right. then plays the four, but with like a sus thing. So it's a bit ambiguous. See, I had, this is, uh, I'm talking about the bit where it's like, no, looking in your eyes or whatever. Where it's like, they're kind of in like C or whatever. Um, give me a second. Yep. And then it's like C and then it goes. I know something has changed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then it's this kind of like those are quite chromatic chords, like the flat six major to the flat seven major chord. Um, but then it makes this really nice kind of chromatic y cadence. Bum, bum, bum. Mm. And we end up, yeah. you know, back to the sonic. Yeah. I, I really love that change. It's really fun. And it's, it's like used in not just this song, like a lot of the other songs. Yeah. Um, and then. One other part that I really like is they kind of do that and you're it's like and then yeah. they like use it to they kind of fake you out like what you think okay yeah we've reached the tonic mm. and then they just like do the same thing again but um up yeah. A tone. yeah yeah so th- th- this song goes to C then to D and then stays in D for a bit and then D to E but yeah, the fake out is when it's in D, it goes down to um, plays C, D, and you think it's done, and then it goes up to E again. So <laughs> yeah, it uses that, that kind movement. of like yeah, that whole tone progression, I, I guess. Yeah, like yeah, it's moving up like by a tone, tone each time. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, one one of the thing that I want to talk about is like I love at the end of the chorus where it's like. However, the chorus goes, um, and then you're just expecting it, and then it goes to this really unexpected chord here, which is mm. like this once again, this like flat seven, um, and I like that it kind of ends on this like it's a suspended chord and it's not the tonic. So, what do we feel when we hear that chord? It's like this feeling of anticipation or like. What could happen next? Mm. <laughs> yes, yeah. It's very, it's very clever songwriting from the the people at Disney. They, yeah, uh, yeah. They, they, it it really it leans on that. Like, would you call it like, like a flat seventh? Oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's not gonna, a flat seventh chord. It's what just, I mean it's is the like flat I'm talking in terms of scale. of scale degrees when I'm saying flat six, yeah. flat seven. So yeah, yeah. Like, if we were in C major, A flat would be the flat six. Uh, and B flat would be the flat seven. Yeah. So what I have written down is like Roman numerals with a little flat in front of it, yeah. just because that's what I was taught at uni. Um, yeah. 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 So it's it's borrowing chords from like I guess like the the minor kind of mode. Like the relative minor mode. Yeah. Yeah, but like a natural minor. It actually happens yeah. a lot in uh yeah in some of the other songs as well. Yeah. Um, it's it's kind of because it's got this like sort of. Yeah, I don't know. Like bluesy, kind of like almost like Stevie Wondery feel to it. Probably yeah. not the most accurate comparison, but no, no, I I, I think it's accurate. It. Like just like any sort of like um, non diatonic moving around with major chords. Yeah, think about like like uh like Sir Duke. Yeah, goes down to like the six, but it's a major. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, this I, I wrote like aesthetically a lot of these chords like put me really squarely into the 2000s, like the early 2000s. Like you think about heaps of like, um, what's some other like, uh, what's some other like, say like while the credits are rolling on like your favorite teen movie from around that time, there'll be those yeah. sorts of progressions like, uh, or even like, a, you know, Kiss from a Rose by Seal. Yeah, that's totally mm. got that same type of cadence. That, but it's like, now that your rose is in bloom, the lights dun dun on the way. That's, that whole thing is like pivoting on the flat six. Now that you're flat yeah. seven, flat six, flat seven, flat six, yeah. And then yeah, back there's to the something, root, uh, it's yeah, major. it's like a supremely uh, satisfying chord progression. <laughs> yeah, it is. And, and weirdly, it's not really u- utilized as much anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I think as people think it's uh, cheesy. But, yeah. Um, Fair enough. Which it is, but well, it's actually, I, I, I did write here. It's also used in Can't Stop the Feeling by Justin Timberlake. Oh, um, yeah. In, in that bit where it, um, uh, like the pre-chorus. Let everything goes nowhere to hide when you're getting too close. When you move, baby, already know. Yeah, just imagine, from, from just the imagine. Trolls soundtrack. Bah, dun, dun. Yeah, maybe it's like a bit, a bit of a kiddie thing. Yeah, based on the High School Musical and Trolls. I do. Connection. I love that song. They can't stop the feeling. That's another great song. Oh, it's great. I use it in music therapy sessions when I want to get a whole bunch of kids like, like hanging out and yeah. enjoying each other's company. Aww. I put that on, and we just dance. It's infectious. <laughs> It's great. It's a good tune. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's that's a start of something new. I also I wrote that there's there's like very little development between choruses. Like the yeah. first and second chorus are almost identical. I think there's a bit more tambourine in the second chorus. Um, and like maybe the harmonization changes or their little funny interactions. Yeah, yeah. There's a few more um, decorative you know what's things. Funny about this song is like, okay, so in the context of the movie, like, what is the song that they sing? Because it is it like this is a popular song in the world of the movie that everybody knows and mm. everybody's able to sing at karaoke, or mm. are they in the real world they're singing like uh, "Tiny Dancer" by Elton John? And but then in the musical portrayal, we're being shown their internal monologue. Like, what is ah. the reality? Is it like start of something new is like the greatest, biggest hit in the high school musical world, or is it this like direct to the audience kind of um, explaining of their feelings when in reality they're singing? You know, I don't know, Buck Cherry. Oh, gay gay bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> they're singing Stacy's mum. They're actually singing the Ghostbusters <laughs> theme song. Who you going call? Yeah, I, that's so funny. I just took it at face value from the um, from the beginning, but yeah. maybe maybe it is intended to be a bit more because like symbolic or something. I don't know. I guess there are, it it changes. Like some of the songs are like obviously not happening in the real world, um, mm. like the Get Your Head in the Game, for example. Um, yeah. But yeah, and then some of yeah. them are real songs that are written in the musical, so it's yeah, uh, it's, it, it's complicated. Is that not happening in the real world? But I, Get I your thought, head in the game? No. I thought they were all happening in the real world. <laughs> but I, I haven't seen the movie in a little bit. Uh, well, like the basketball players aren't actually singing in the world of High School Musical because they think that uh-huh. singing 
oh is, of course yeah is lame they think singing sucks and no one should sing mm. but obviously in get your head in the game they they are singing in the movie right yeah um but yeah why does this feel so wrong my head's in the game but my heart's in the song <laughs> uh i kind of wish i picked that one now but it is what it is yeah shall we move on to our next one two oh you gotta you gotta stick Duh. to what you've been looking for yes <laughs> I think that is the next one we're going to do. Um, yeah, so this one's called What I've Been Looking For. And there's two versions of this in the High School Musical soundtrack. Oh, there's one you that... stick to the status quo. <laughs> oh, I, 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 no, I did, fine. sorry. But is it okay if we do that one yeah, last? Yeah, let's do What I've Been Looking For. Okay, yeah, my bad. Sorry. That's um, fine. Just keeping you on your toes. Thank keeping you. Keeping your head in the game. Uh, yeah. This is, there's two versions of this, what I've been looking for and what I've been looking for reprise, I think, yes. or something to that effect. Yes. So the first one is sung by Ryan and Sharpay. Mm -hmm. And the second one is sung by Troy and Gabriella, our protagonists. Okay. But cool. So f let's put it on. It's hard to believe that I couldn't see You were always there beside me Thought I was alone With no one to hold But you were always right beside me This feeling's like no other I want you to know I never had someone That knows me like you do The way you do I never had someone As good for me as you So that was, and I'm sorry if this makes the podcast some enemies, but that was without a doubt, objectively the best version of what I've been looking for. Oh my God. I couldn't agree more. Yes. It's a, uh, I, I, I wrote a little bit about why I think it's so crap that they, like, I get like, as like a narrative thing that the, actually, sorry, I should backtrack a little bit. So. In the movie, Ryan and Sharpay are performing this song and the original composer of the song, she's a lady by the name of Kelsey Nielsen. She's like the piano player who wrote the song. And the whole kind of 
theme behind this is that Ryan and Sharpay have ruined her song. They've what they've gone is they've they've gone and they've made it into this big poppy, unapologetic. Yeah. How loud. dare they make it fun? Yes, that's kind of the energy of it. And then after this, everyone's leaving the hall, and then uh, Kelsey, the piano player, she looks really sad. And then Troy or Gabriella, they say, "What's wrong? Is everything okay?" Actually, all of her music falls on the floor because she's such a klutz. Oh my god! And then Troy picks it up and is like. It's okay, baby. <laughs> and yeah, does and baby then they need say, a hug? <clears throat> and then she goes, "Well, I'm just so sad because that's not how my song is meant to sound." And then Troy and Gabriella get together and they begin to perform what I've been looking for, but it's really slow. It's really thoughtful. It's just stripped back piano and two vocals. Um, it's, it's really cool how Troy and Gabriella are extremely good at sight singing because uh, they've <laughs> never seen this song before. I don't think so. No. Yeah, because one uh, of them... He's a, he's a jock who doesn't care about music and she's a, a nerd who also doesn't care about mm. music. She only cares about maths. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they must have done some serious sight singing training in their past to be able yeah. to sing this just straight off the bat. Yeah, and also like perfect with perfect vibrato with perfect yeah. uh perfect coordination everything like that but we're not talking <laughs> now, about now that. i feel silly like uh nitpicking the <laughs> the reality of the movie like it's so so silly no, to do that <laughs> this whole thing is silly it's all good yeah i feel like i feel like the the whole message of this right is that the second version of what i've been looking for is the authentic one yes and I hate that so much. And it kind of speaks to a larger thing that I guess isn't really as much of a problem as it used to be. But do you remember when everyone used to do acoustic covers of rap songs? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Or just like acoustic slowed down covers of any song, especially like more upbeat like dance songs. Mm. Like Heartbeats by Jose Gonzalez, I feel like was the the start of the wave. Yep. Or um, uh, hey hey ya, yeah. Starships by um, Nicki Minaj. Oh my God! Why would people do? Uh, I don't so, know why <laughs> anyone would do an acoustic cover of Hey Ya. It's like it's like a perfect song as it is. Mm. <laughs> just want to like. Is, let me just get in there and just ruin it a bit. Yeah. <laughs> let me just take away everything that makes it good. <laughs> yeah. L- let me slow it down by about forty BPM. <laughs> and uh, strip back all of the instrumentation so it's just a guitar and it'll just be me drawling the chorus um, yep. and then going, all right now, fellas. Wait, uh, hey, what's the, what's the lyric? <laughs> what's cooler than being cool? All right. This is my moment. I need you to hype me up a little bit. I'm about to perform live on the pod without any sort of pre-preparation. <laughs> A delightful, uh, drawling, amazing slow down version of Hey Country style. Okay, I'll take I'll take it from the verse. You think you got it? Oh, you think you got it? But God, I just don't get it. Don't mean nothing at all. All right, now, fellas. Did Johnny Cash just enter the room? What's cooler than being cool? Ice cold. 
So what I just did there was I used I used a single guitar and a lone voice to tap into people's preconceived ideas of what authenticity is in music. Yes. So and that's funny. And that's exactly what Troy and Gabriella did with their lame cover of what I've been looking for. Yeah. I, w- I want to say uh, there's another guy who does this, Ryan Adams. Have you heard of this fella? Yeah. He did a full thing of Taylor Swift's 1989. And um, look, it sucks. It's abhorrent. Um, <laughs> but you know what? Ryan and Sharpay, time has forgiven them. History has made them out to be heroes. Yeah, they've they been have vindicated. They've been vindicated. They had the best outfits in the movie. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's all I wrote about this song. <laughs> yeah, I mean, harmonically, I mean, there's not... <clears throat> that much going on uh there's like yeah. one kind of chromatic key change um halfway through that, that that's um, in the bridge so yeah good to so. be heard yeah so good to be seen to be found actually kind of reminds me of an elliot smith kind of chord progression <laughs> <laughs> which uh oh, yeah. yeah i would i would actually kill to i mean after having just talked trash about like these authenticity covers but but I would kill to hear Elliot Smith do a cover of this song. Yeah, Elliot um, could have got away with it. He could have done it. I reckon he could have yeah. killed it. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, we, we give out passes for people to do this stuff. So if you're interested in pursuing like an acoustic cover of like a rap or a pop song, just contact us first on our yeah, email. Yeah, send us an we'll... email and we'll yeah. deem whether it's appropriate or not. Yeah. And that is really important you do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oof, I just remembered another one. Oh my god. Courtney Barnett cover on Triple J's Like a Version of the Kanye West song Black Skinhead, if you can imagine. Oof. I it cannot has been imagine. scrubbed from the internet. It is like really hard to find. Uh or right. maybe it's not that hard to find, but it's been scrubbed from all the official Triple J yeah. um like outlets because of uh yeah it was like a really bad idea to cover that song courtney barnett mm. and i generally fu- like his stuff but um yeah, yeah. <laughs> wild absolutely wild choice it's really funny how sometimes that can happen on like really like high production mainstream uh radio stations and things like that like sometimes they can get it so wrong Yes, uh, it kind of makes you say feel she, alive. She says the name um, of a certain cheese brand that has since had to change its name for being problematic. Really? Yes. Whoa! Wow. <laughs> She's out there talking about um, about chia uh, cheese. Yeah, I was trying to think of any cheese brand except for that one, but I just was stuck in my head. Well, yeah, that's the one she oh, said. That, that's that's the new name of it, is it? Anyway. Cheer Cheese? Yeah, anyway. Yeah, Cheer Cheese that, is the new name. Um, but yeah, she replaces one of the lyrics with the f- with the uh, old name. Really? Anyway. Yeah, mm. that's a you gotta check interesting it out. choice. Yeah, I think I will. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Well... We don't need to get uh, into that right now. <laughs> I, I had no idea that existed. Um, yeah. I, I think maybe on this... 
it's time for us to learn about a classic song about sticking to what you know. Yeah, I think that Speaking. Courtney Barnett in this instance probably should have stuck to the status quo. Mm. <laughs> and stuck to what she knows. <laughs> and I think doing Courtney Barnett in doing a cover of Black Skinhead, <laughs> mm. you gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> Not another word. <laughs> Not another sound. All right. Three, two, one. Stick to the status quo.
Hey! Keep your voice down low. Beautiful. I love that song. It's so good. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's so cheesy and so great. It's and speaking of cheesy. Like... How about those chips that uh, Ashley Tidsdale gets spilt on her clothes at the end? Oh boy, what a disaster! Yeah, I like how um, Gabriella Montez tries to take one of the chips like off her chest <laughs> to try to make it better, and it's like, just leave it. I think. <laughs> just leave it. Yeah. You've done enough, Gabrielle. You've done enough, Gabriella. Yeah. Montez, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I I reckon in this entire movie, but in this like song particularly as well, like uh, Ashley Tidsdale just out acts and out sings Vanessa Hudgens in every single way. Ashley Tidsdale <laughs> being, um, of course, Sharpay, Sharpay, the classic villain of the story. Yeah, she's yeah. so she's so good in this. She's um, so good. She's yeah, very very funny. Yeah. So this um, song. Yeah. This song is kind of like uh, a coming out song. But yes, because it's a Disney movie, it's not really a coming out song. It's yes. like a it's a song it's that's like about coming out as a baker, coming out as a hip hop dancer, as a cello player. Yeah. I think one of the directors, Kenny Ortega, like he is a gay man. Um right. and so I read an article about like he said that like Ryan, the character Ryan is a gay person. Um, right. But he said that he didn't like feel like Disney would be ready for that at the point in time when they were making this movie. Um, even though like in his head it was always he was like, yeah, Ryan is Can- gay, but maybe it's like someone who would come out later in life, like come out in college or something like that. Hmm. Um, yeah. That's he only gets one line in this song, Ryan. Yeah, <laughs> it's like something's really not right. <laughs> and then, and then uh, Sharpay goes <clears throat> and shoves shoves her hand in his face. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, it, it's it's a classic theme of any high school movie. It's like the the identity issues, you know, issues about yeah. belonging, issues about um, the status quo and where you belong, and all this sort of thing. I think this movie has a really good message like oh mm. you don't have to be like this box that you put yourself in mm. necessarily and, and and the best bit about it is if you break out of that box you will win in every single part of your life <laughs> yeah yeah you don't have you to will just be... win in one aspect of your life you yeah. can be winning in all of them you will, you uh, will get the girl or the boy you will win the mathletes competition and the basketball game and you'll both get like the starring the roles. roles in the musical <laughs> yeah amazing yeah, I can imagine you listening to this in your car and being like, "Wow, I've been sticking to the status quo of like I have being a uh, like in a heavy metal band, and mm. yep. now it's time to break free." I'm breaking out. 
I, I, I don't have to listen to things that are, that are just mathematical, you know. Yes. And, and you know what? There's some pretty cool mathematical things happening in this song. Yeah. So my favorite guitar moment in this entire musical is in that bridge. Um, oh, yeah. I know the exact Are you familiar one. with Yeah. Is it like it's some this, sort of minor random bit? It's like... Yeah, it's like... I, I, oh, I've actually... No, I know. It sounds like Sting, the bridge. The bit that's like... Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Incorrect chords. <laughs> and then it goes up to the minor. Yeah, it reminds yeah. me of the bridge in um, uh, Every Little Thing She Does Is Magic or something like that. I don't know. Mm. Um, but, a whole, yeah, whole bunch awesome. of songs from that era, like um, when when that... Uh, when that Sting song came out, they all have crazy bridges. People used to be a bit more experimental with bridges. Yeah, it's and, um, a very expressive bridge. And Sharpay really gets to do her thing on top of those chords. Yeah. Um, um, and then She's the one playing guitar. Yeah, of course. <laughs> She's shredding. She's yeah. shredding. And then Gabrielle Montez, of course, is playing some wimpy acoustic in the corner. Yeah, yeah. Sharpay shredding away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone wants to be Sharpay secretly. This song is so chromatic, like it's crazy, like because there's it's one thing to have a chromatic uh, key change at the end of a song, and like obviously that's a cheesy thing that people do, but to mm. have like so many key changes, like just so frequently, uh, it would be like so hard to learn this song. My God, as a singer, mm. like yeah, really, really hard. Yeah, it's fully like it's very chopped out. Um, yeah. But there's also some funny, like, cool sort of... I always notice these, I guess, extra musical elements where the lyrics sort of dictate what the music does. Yeah. So, in, in that bridge where it all goes crazy and it's kind of harmonically ambiguous, when it goes back to the outro after the bridge, Sharpay sings, And we gotta get things back where they belong. We can do it. And that's... They take it back to the chord. <laughs> In the, the the chord they started on, incredible. Um, before the yeah, bridge, I love that. Yeah, people describing what's happening in a song. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. And then um, instead of like like the way that the choruses move is they end on um, like the the relative minor, except yeah. um, oh no, sorry, the way they begin, they start on the it's like no 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 six to whatever it is. I think it's like a six to one to. Oh, oh, sorry, six to four, six four one, or something like that. Like, I bum, forget. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, pretty like classic uh, chord progression. Yeah, Wh- whatever, it, whatever it is. Um, yeah, but it starts on a minor chord. Yeah, and the best thing about the last chorus is that there's like no preparation for it, and like no sort of harmonic <clears throat> leading. It just randomly starts up a semitone at the very end. <laughs> Um, (laughs) yeah yeah a lot of the other ones are like kind of like they're doing their best to prepare them and whatever Mm. um but yeah that last one this unapologetic so yeah it kind of has three key changes and this is all like kind of semitones so it goes from e f to f sharp g whiz yeah g whiz bum bum yeah and they use that flat seven uh major chord a lot as well I noticed, which is, uh, yeah. as we would remember from start of something new. Yeah. Um, it's got that yeah. kind of like, yeah, uh, that kind of like airy feel to it. I... Yeah. yeah. Fully. I forget it, the it, exact chord progression, but it's like. 
Mm, that's the one. Yeah. Yeah. It, Love it's, that. It's a bit, bit of a theme in this, um, in this entire musical. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of like consistency with the way that the songs are written. Like they're consciously like, um, yeah, creating these tropes, and then so you unconsciously are recognizing them and being like, "Oh yes, I remember this. I like this." Essentially. Yeah. And the kind of they they teach you how to like listen to the songs, uh, in some ways because like, like the very first song, start of something new. Yeah, start of something new. Uh, has like so many key changes which might sound jarring or, or is whatever but they set them up really nicely uh, and that kind of sets you up to be prepared for all the other songs to have multiple key changes yeah which which they do and it kind of never stops i think there's i think it's what i've been looking for that's maybe one of the only tracks that doesn't have any key changes yeah it maybe. still has one i think in the middle oh, does it yeah oh, whatever yeah 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 the bridge yeah, bit no, you're we right yeah changes key for a bit um yeah. yeah and the other thing i wrote here that was interesting is when everyone's sharing their secrets you got a guy who bakes uh a lady who is a hip-hop dancer white lady i think that's meant to be the edgy part of it although they don't really talk about that a bit, of, a bit of a courtney barnett if you will yeah a bit of a courtney barnett <laughs> and i just realized what you said <laughs> And then, um, and then you've got every time it like everyone's sharing their secrets, it stops on that, uh, on the fifth chord. So it's like, and then it goes, here's the thing I play the cello, so it's sort of like it leans on the uh, on the unresolved nature of uh of a fifth chord or you know whatever it yeah, is yeah right Do dominant so seventh and you're going oh my god what what sort of sick and what twisted sort of secret reveal? is this person gonna have yeah um, yeah yes and the guy who Here, plays here's a, cello, a free idea for a sketch do a parody version of this song but every secret mm. is like I'm a killer. <laughs> I've got three or, <laughs> I got three or four bodies stashed in my basement. <laughs> I hope the police don't find my trail. And no, they're like, not no, another no, world. No. Don't talk about that. I do not want to be implied in a crime. <laughs> I was actually thinking, um, and I've had the idea of this. I, I listened to, you know, Cameron James and um, Alexei Toliopoulos the total reboot where they talk about movies and then they talk about reboot ideas for what the movie could be if it was redone now. Yeah. I reckon if this I'm movie pretty sure was they did this, uh, they did do this episode. Yeah. yeah. Um, yes. it's a good episode that they do. Um, but the one I thought would be cool as like a reboot of this movie is I reckon they should do a version that's like, um, it sort of like leans on the queer factor a bit more. And the whole thing is a bit more about like coming out and instead of like Troy and Sharpay being, you know, the, the villains, they're kind of the main part of it. And instead the of heroes. it being, yeah. And instead of it being pop, it's like hyper pop. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. I reckon that would be really cool. Like imagine like kind well, of like a Dorian. Just, yeah. Way up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Way up. And um, yeah. Instead of like. So it's like a 65-minute like movie. 
<laughs> yeah. Everyone's like vaping in the bathrooms and like, <laughs> you know, watching TikToks and it's all like a bit more intense and... You're such a yeah. Zoomer, Zach. You're a Zoomer, Jack. <laughs> You're such a Zoomer, Jack. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I, I'm like a, I'm an elder millennial or am I a young millennial? What are we? We're around the same age. We're Look, not anyway. elder. Elder millennials are like 40. Um, right. Well, we're young millennials yuck. then. Yeah. Get out of here. We're cool. We're baby, we know what's going baby on. Baby millennials. Yep. But yeah, I don't know. I thought that would be a cool sort of revisit. Yeah, that'd of this be great. Movie. I would just love like the exact same movie, but from Ryan and Sharpay's perspective. I want to see their yeah. home life. I want to see them yeah. chilling with their parents. <laughs> yeah, because canonically they're Give brother and sister. Hey. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, P- people say that there's like weird like romantic energy between them, but I don't know if I didn't I've, think if that I at all. That. No, no, no. Those people are that sick might, in the head. That's a reflection that might, on them, to be honest. Yeah, t- yeah. It, it might just be more of a thing like of watching a movie from 2006 with like a uh, like boy and a girl together. Right. And, you, and you're just, I don't know. At least that's the way that my mind worked when I was 13. Hmm. Oh, they got to be dating. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, it's a, it's a beautiful song and I love it to death. And I want to hug and kiss whoever wrote that guitar line. Because it is so ridiculous for this song. Just this soaring, soaring guitar. Yeah, it's um, extremely lyrical. Yeah. So, well done, They got Sharpie. the volume pedal out. <laughs> yeah. All these great bends. Um, I was going to say before, the guy who plays the cello was arrested for armed robbery. In real life? Oh, my God. I- IRL. Yeah. Wow. Um, That's kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Really uh, breaks through that Disney sheen, doesn't it? Yeah. I guess he, yeah, I guess he didn't stick to the status quo. No. Took the message of the song a little bit too, uh, too far, potentially. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, hope he's doing well. Um, do you want to hear my, do you want to hear my song? I would love to hear your song. Okay. So right here. Before we play the song, I need to give at least half an hour of context about what it's about. (laughs) Great. So essentially, this is a song that's about me in an aged care home. And this is a universe in which I never allowed myself to enjoy high school musical. Wow. That's yeah. sad. A sick and twisted universe. So I'm like, I'm, I'm watching the clock. I'm watching death come closer and closer and... I meet this worker at the aged care facility and this guy shows me that, hey, you might be nearly dead, but it's never too late to just live the life you want to live. And It's actually such a beautiful message. Yeah. I can't wait to hear it. And this guy, he shows me High School Musical. Could you send me the lyrics? (laughs) Yeah, I can do that. (laughs) Thank you. Three, two, one, go. After all this, all of this time I've spent on God's green earth, I still don't know who I am. Who is that man looking in the mirror? What does he want? It's too late for me, time to turn away. Everyone said, do what you're told. So that's what I did, but now I am old. I 
did my taxes, I showed up on time But nobody's left who saw me sacrifice My whole life is a lie My whole life has gone by And now I'm just a shell of a guy I am a worker, yes it's true Although my life is not just feeding you When I'm not stuck here at work I'm at home painting a new artwork Against all odds I persist The life comes knocking with a tight fist It takes money to sustain this Perhaps when different at all I don't think so but I have nothing to give at all I don't think so I'm a wheezing coughing waste of space say it ain't so I'll hop in a coffin no. just to save face I don't think so there's always room to grow Oh, I'm growing The tree is old as yes. you With yes. its roots down oh, yes. yes, I feel it now I've grown up oh so much And now in my older years I watch the show why is everyone staring at you? Not me, you. Because of the callbacks. I can't have people staring at me, I really can't. Let's watch high school musical. Come on, let's go. Let's watch high school musical. Chuck it on the telly now. in the end I always had it in me <laughs> wow um <laughs> there was a point where I was just like crying laughing halfway through that when the old guy says I'm growing <laughs> oh, that's such a positive message that's oh, such thanks. a positive vibe I, I love it uh, definitely like way more uh, rocky than uh, probably any of the songs <laughs> way more kind of kind of grungy in parts yeah um, uh, yeah that almost sounded a bit like Weezer in some parts especially the bit that's where he says wheezing yeah I, I wanted to put a little reference in there he goes I'm a wheezing coughing waste of space and then the worker goes say it ain't so <laughs> little reference to Weezer Little Weezer reference. Yeah. They would love that. Yeah, um, they would. <laughs> yeah, wow. It's, um, yeah. yeah, so good. I mean, yeah, I don't have that much to say about it. It's just, I love how you use the, the flat six, flat seven. Yeah. Da, 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 yeah. Many, many, many times. <laughs> yeah, I, I stole that so much. You snuck in the, it in um, a bunch. 
in the bit before the final chorus, I um, yeah. I, I was like, I want to write a, a bit that sounds like the part from Status Quo, where Gabriella's <laughs> just like, why is everyone staring at you? Not me, you, because of the callbacks. But I couldn't think of anything smart to write, so I just stole the, <laughs> what they say. <laughs> exact, exact dialogue. <laughs> I just took it entirely. Um, okay, this also- is my pitch for a reboot of High School Musical. It's mm-hmm. all the same, except every line of dialogue is sung, and there's music under all of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that would that would really enrich the whole thing. Yeah. Do, do you yeah. mean like when, when everything's sung? Like, is it like in the way that like those guys on YouTube who like cover speech as it's sung, like that sort of way, yeah, or like auto-tune the news? Or, well, no, like more like theatrical, like real right. actual songs. Yeah. There's a movie, I think it's called The Umbrellas of Cherbourg. Um, it's like this old French movie. Every single freaking line of dialogue is sung. Ah. And like, you start watching it and you're like, okay, okay. And then it just keeps going. <laughs> and then you're like, oh my God. Um, yeah, it's a very good that, movie. <laughs> that reminds me, I'm going to add this in because it's so funny as well. Um, there's a video game called, um, uh, what is it? It's like Heroes Journey Musical... Uh, RPG game what's it called it's called the heroes uh, no it's not called the heroes journey hello this is Jack after the podcast the game is called songs for a hero I'll introduce myself I'm the hero of this song I have to save the princess and I just can't take too long but in order to do this there's something I need to improve this quest will not be overcome if I don't start to move when I when I'm editing this, I'll put in the name of it and um, and and put in a little sample of it. But basically, it's this video game where it talks about like every single thing that you do in the song, sorry, in the game is like sung. So it's just like here I begin on my quest. I'm walking past the tree. <laughs> I stop by the tree and I open the chest. In the chest is some arrows for me. I'm gonna oh keep walking. Gosh. What do I see? It's a skeleton. hard ah, dangling from the tree. Better shoot the skeleton with my arrow. Like it's just like every action that the player does. There's a corresponding line. Um, wow, it's like Incredible. really horrible to listen to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and yeah. like I've never played it, but everyone who does play it says that it's a. Uh, extremely painful to play because it's just yeah it's just an unsustainable thing to just have straight up like i don't know i don't know what it is about it just very hard to do that um yeah yeah sorry i kind of i think i cut you off Uh, you talk about how you you put in that quote from the movie and yes i did something yeah this whole thing i sort of i was very tone confused and found it hard to write at first because in the like in the beginning i was like I started writing, everyone said, do what you're told. So that's what I did, but now I am old. And I sort of sung that way more authentically. And I was trying to like think of different voices I could do that was just like, how could I sound old? And then how could I sound like a young worker? Yeah. And then I was just like, I I need to make this really silly and funny. Yeah. Because there's like no other way I can do it. Like, I don't don't really have the chops to sing well in two two voices right um yeah you did such a good job i love the distinction between the voices but yeah it is funny with this like thing that we're doing where we're writing the songs that are in the style of or inspired by whatever you want to call Mm. it it's so hard with musicals because they're so like theatrical 
yeah um that it's really like yeah i feel like the inclination is to like tell a story so it's you don't just you're not just coming up with a song but it's like you have to come up with this whole story as well otherwise yeah, it exactly doesn't work genre wise like yeah. just doesn't fit like if you were yeah. just singing um you know regular lyrics or whatever so yeah that was exactly. really cool to see that yeah the other thing i did was i used um i used like a really like oh, oh no it's a, it's a free drum sound i got online and i just had all the velocities well most of them just really like static because i always found nice. it really peculiar how in this in high school musical it's like the piano is really well produced like some of the guitar bits are really well produced but the drums are just super um fake. low in the mix <laughs> yeah oh, they're right, low yeah. In, they're low in the mix as as well but yeah they're just so crap and um I, yeah. I guess a lot of the kind of mixes in this they're kind of i guess they're a bit old it's like yeah yeah the vocals are so forefront in all of the mixes it's like it's that's insane. right yeah they're, they're so it feels like loud. i'm watching school spectacular or something yeah <laughs> but i guess i guess that's what it's trying to school spectacular is trying to emulate high school musical not the other way yeah around. for sure for sure and th- like that is like a really and common for thing all with of our american songs. listeners the school spectacular is a new south wales um event where hundreds of public schools get together and mm. um they perform you know different <clears> pop songs <throat> and actually somebody sang every little thing she does is magic when i performed in school spectacular and i was in the stage ah, band nice yes. Yeah, if, if if you if you're from um, America, it's like Wakakiri. Yeah, it's like Wakakiri, or it's like um, what's the other I one? I don't know like, what that is, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Wakakiri is like another obscure Australian um, <laughs> version of that. <laughs> it was like was it was it Sutherland Stars or Southern Stars? Yeah, Southern Stars. That's another one. That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah, so it's basically that. It's just like a, a thing that kids do and everyone takes it way too seriously. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed my song. It's uh, super dorky. But I want to add it to the album that oh, we yes. when we do the album. The album that we are amassing. Yeah. It's going to be so long. <laughs> it's gonna... <laughs> yeah, maybe we should break this up into seasons or something. Because yeah. th- this is episode 12. Wait. Mm. Yeah. No. Yeah. No? No. Yeah, this <laughs> oh, is 13. Actually, yes. I think it is. I think it is. Well, no, because t- 12 came out this morning and that's the Bar Italia. Oh, okay. So um, this... This is 13. But yeah, that we got... 13, potentially. Yeah. Or maybe a, a different one could be 13. Yeah. It's kind of who, an off mic conversation. <laughs> who knows? And you know what? We'll figure it out. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, it's, this will be on there and... Yeah, I'm really excited to see your musical whenever we do that and hear your song. Oh, yeah. Okay. Awesome. All right. Well, this is uh, Music Rules signing off. Thanks so much for your awesome reviews you've been giving on Spotify. I had like yes. the surprise of my life when I refreshed it and it was just like, you've got 12, uh, 12 re- 10 star reviews for Music Rules. And I was like, Whoa. God damn. oh, t- no, sorry. T- 11 five star reviews. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so nice. I it didn't is even so know. nice. Yeah. Wow. It, 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 I just thought no one was doing it until one day I refreshed it and they all appeared. So, wow. yeah. Yeah. Um, Alrighty. Ch- chuck us a review on there if you haven't already. Apple Podcasts. Send us yeah. an email. Yeah. Follow Let's us on hang. Instagram at Music yeah. Girls Cast. Send yeah. us a DM or whatever. 
Yeah. Um, yep. Send us your like, bank, bank account details, whatever you like. Yes. Yeah. But also, Please. we don't care, so don't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> We're playing hard to get. We're negging our listener. Just sit there. Just, just okay, sit there. Just take a moment and breathe. Breathe in. <laughs> yeah. Chuck on Brian Adams. Water. 1989. Stay hydrated. Yeah. And um, we'll actually. Download the Ryan Adams 1989 covers, move them to the trash bin, delete them. Yep. Go on with your life. Watch High School Musical. This has been the Advice Corner with Fen and Jack. Yes. Ciao. Ciao. Music rules. Where's <laughs> the